Thank you for joining me today on Becca's World for an exciting episode of the Blind View shot live at a different location. Today we're visiting Norm. If you're a longtime viewer of the show, you may remember that Norm did our music for our show. And early on, if you go back in our archive, you can find interviews with Norm. Um, I know Norm did a VIP take challenge video, and I think we did some other videos with Norm early on. How are you, Norm? Good. And ladies and gentlemen, we also have Sailor joining us from Texas. How are you, Sailor? Doing well on Monday. How are you doing, Becca? Oh, great. <laughs> so, Sailor, do you have anything pressing on your mind that you want to talk about before we get started talking about the thing I want to talk about? Oh, no. Uh, just getting ready for an action-packed week. I'm glad we're doing the episode today because starting Thursday all the way through next Tuesday, I will not be available. Um, I'm going to Dallas for an event called Speakers Playhouse Live, which is going to consist of um, many speaking seminars, how to um, get booked on stages, become a better speaker, and, um, of course, leverage a TEDx talk. So it's going to be lots of fun. Sounds like a great opportunity. A lot of valuable things, so I'm glad you're getting the opportunity to take part in that. He's a public speaker. Yeah, that's that's what he's learning there is different public speaking skills and different different things like that. That sounds great. I'm not anything to our viewers. Norm? Would you like to say anything to our viewers or are you just <clears throat> you don't want to say anything? Okay. I guess Norm doesn't want to say anything to our viewers. So um, we'll just get started on my topic then. Okay, Sailor? All right. Sounds great. Okay. So ladies and gentlemen, I wanted to talk about the balloon that hovered over our country for about a week and traversed, had its own way traversing across our country. Um, this balloon, it's a Chinese a balloon put up there by the Chinese, um, and it's a balloon that was, it wasn't just randomly being blown by the winds across our country, no, it was propelled, it was, it was being maneuvered, you know what I mean, by a computer somewhere, most likely in China, I guess. shot down over Alaska. You heard it shot down over Alaska? No, that's what I heard. Oops, well, sorry. sorry. Hi. Um, you don't want to go to lunch today? No, they brought me lunch already. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, anyway, my understanding is that President Biden and his team chose to, after they let it traverse our entire country, and so the Chinese could get whatever footage they wanted, they chose to shoot it down over the Atlantic Ocean, I believe, or was it the Pacific Ocean? Anyway, they shot right. it down over the ocean, so it was go into the water so it would be virtually impossible for us to retrieve it and find out what kind of uh, electronics and gadgets were in the hot air balloon or whatever the balloon was. I, I guess I shouldn't call it a hot air balloon, it was just called a balloon. Um, but payload. I, uh, the payload, yeah, whatever was in the balloon, we'll never know now. Um, you know, it really, it really, blows my mind how President Biden can constantly make just the wrong decisions at the wrong times so that America is constantly getting the shaft. 
And so here we go, because Biden didn't shoot that balloon down over the land where we could have our military retrieve it and see what it was all about. Now we're pretty much screwed, right? We have no idea what information the Chinese government was collecting about us over this last week while this balloon was traversing our country. Um, the reports were that it was hovering over certain areas where we have military bases and stuff. You know, um, it spent a lot of time hovering over Montana. Um, and I'm from Montana, ladies and gentlemen, and there's not a lot up there, right? There's not a lot of industry and stuff. Silos. Yeah, that's what's up there. There we have some military bases up there. Malmstrom Air Force Base is in Great Falls, <clears throat> and so the the Chinese probably got a really good look at Malmstrom Air Force Base and whatever armaments we might have there. I'm sure they they understand how you know how many men we have there now. Now that they were able to get a good look at it, but also not only is there Malmstrom Air Force Base in Great Falls, but throughout Montana, like I grew up on the High Line, right up there. There's all these wheat fields, as far as the eye can see. And in some of those wheat fields, there are missile silos. And, and missile silos that, I mean, those are the silos that go boom, and those big nuclear weapons get shot out of them if we go to war with somebody like China. Well, do we really want China having a good look at those things? Like, what exactly were they doing? Why were they? Specifically going over the Montana region. Ground, yeah, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, and this is not the only thing that's happened in the last several years that tells me that there are people in our government who are setting us up to be taken. You know what I mean? There are people in our government who are doing whatever they can to, to cripple America and make us less secure less, less independent, less strong, less um, everything that we've always been, right? And oh, yes. Time, at the same time, they're equipping and they're equipping our enemies and they're leaving, like they're letting the enemy get a good look at our, all our military stuff, our military secrets and stuff. And guys, I just hope... I hope and pray for my country every day, you guys. And and I pray for our children and our descendants, right? I don't want us to be the last people who were able to grow up here in America believing in freedom and believing in opportunity and believing in this thing we call, what is it called, free enterprise? You guys, this is what made America great was our free enterprise system. This communist system that they have how people excel, right? Like America became so strong because of our our freedom of in, our freedom of thought and our freedom of expression and our freedom of of enterprise, right? Yeah, capitalism. Oh, exactly. And and you know, socialism got a hold on my life, right? And and I was locked down for many years. And it's not where we need to be. Like let me tell you, since I got free of the socialism I was locked under, because that's exactly what that guardianship was. When I got free of it and I got my own, where I could make my own decisions, right? What have I done? You guys won't believe what I've done the last 10 years since I got free of that guardianship, right? And our country can do the same, but not if we let socialism take hold. We need to be always looking at 
we may need to be passing laws and making decisions that are always focused on more freedom of thought, more freedom of expression, more freedom of, of uh, industry and stuff, right? And we can't let any of these socialist notions take a hold in our government and take a hold here in America. And they're really trying, you guys. Oh, for sure, yes. Sound the fake. Um, but listen, you guys, so it was, it's pretty scary that this Chinese balloon was just allowed to traverse our country this last week. And you know, the whole time I was thinking, well, I was praying the whole time, right? I was asking God, please protect us, Lord, please protect us. And you know, he has, and he will. And that really, I think that's all we have going for us is God is bigger than Biden and God is bigger than the Democrat party and god is bigger than the deep state and god is bigger than the united states right oh so, sure and we all know god is on our side because god helped us establish our country and he's been with us for 250 years almost now so well i guess it's over 250 years well it's almost 250 years so but but america's done a lot of great things in our history and our history is not over you know we're so young we have so much left to do let's not let's not screw it up now guys yeah we've been through so much and we've we've overcome challenges with triumph and we still need to overcome yeah yeah and you know i it's pretty silly that that we need to have a bunch of blind people telling the rest of our country to to that it's time to get back to work you know and that it's time to to climb out and and see that there's still life out there. You know, we're not under quarantine anymore. And, and it's time for all of us to get busy and start rebuilding our lives and our communities and, and everything we have here in America, right? Because we're still here and we can recover from anything that Biden's doing to us. Oh, for sure. I'm so excited for the future, no matter what happens, you guys. Um, because we live in the United States of America, the greatest place on earth, and because we have God on our side. And, and the, you know, that's a lot compared to what the rest of the world has, so. But we need to protect what we have here. We need to protect our freedoms, you guys. Oh, yes. Um, Norm, do you want to say anything? Disney World. Disney World? Yeah. Wow, does, I, I haven't even thought of going to Disney World in so long because we've kind of been wrapped up with so much stuff the last few years. Um, speaking of which, ladies and gentlemen, I just published my fourth book. It's called Still Busy Steering. And the Audible version is now available. It's Alice May. She read the Audible version and it sounds really good. So if you um, have been not yet uh, downloaded the audible version of Still Busy Steering by Rebecca Meadows. I encourage you guys to go do that. Um, we have a few free downloads to send out. So if you want to email us at meadows 76 at gmail.com, um, we can give you a free download. Um, but it's also available in Kindle um, ebook and Amazon print on demand if you don't want to listen to the, to the audible version, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but if you check out Still Busy Steering or its predecessor, Metamorphosis, please email me and let me know what you thought, okay? Again, my email address is beccameadows76 at gmail.com. 
Um, should we take a quick commercial break, ladies and or guys? Sure, let's do it. Let's take our commercial break. Please bear with us, ladies. Hey, guys, guess what? My fourth book, Still Busy Steering, is now available. You can get this on Amazon Print On Demand, Kindle Digital Download, and we'll have the Amazon version done by February 2023. And Linda Nelson is reading the Audible version, just like she read Metamorphosis, and Metamorphosis and Still Busy Steering are sequels. So please be sure to check out my first short story collection, Metamorphosis, and the sequel, Still Busy Steering, and I would really appreciate it if you could drop me a line and let me know what you thought. And if you'd go up to Amazon and write me re a review about each book when you're done. Thank you very much. And now back to the show. Okay, thank you for staying with us, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Sailor, are you with us? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, so is there anything you want to talk about? Yeah, um, I haven't followed it closely. However... I have gotten text messages from Newsmax about Congress holding a special session over the DirecTV censorship. Um, and so I'm hoping that they're taking care of that. Yeah, that's something else we should talk about is the censorship of Newsmax TV. Norm, do you know anything about this? Have you heard about this? No. Okay. So Norm, Newsmax TV is a conservative-leaning uh news platform here in America. It's fairly new, um, but the liberal, some of the liberal um, news stations have pulled it off of their schedule so people can no longer watch it on their cable or satellite networks, whatever, you know what I mean? And so the only way to watch it right now, as far as I know, is to go to newsmax.com and watch it, which is how I've been watching it. Um, and they have an app too that you can download. Um, the Newsmax app. Um, but I encourage my viewers to go check it out. I've been watching Newsmax TV for maybe a month and a half now. Um, and I really love it. Um, I love the way the um, anchors deliver the news. I, I really like yes. it. The, yeah, like it's, I, I just like it all. And some of the some of their anchors and commentators on there are people that I'm familiar with because I used to watch Fox News. Um, and so I get to see some people that I've known before, but I'm also getting to know some new people that I, I really like and I'm going to appreciate. Okay. Um, but so, say so you watch, you watch uh, Newsmax? I sure do. I mean, I only turn it on when it's positive stuff because there's no point in hearing all the negative that's going on. It's a, it's just depressing. It's a distraction. So, so this weekend, something funky was going on with Newsmax TV this weekend. Like on Sunday, they were rerunning the stuff they had ran on Saturday, right? So, and they were talking on Saturday. They were talking about how sometime over the weekend they were going to be, they were going to have a show on about President Reagan, and I was really interested in watching that but i never did get to see it because on sunday i don't know like they weren't really clear at what point over the weekend they were going to be playing this show about president reagan but they said it was going to be this weekend but like i said i watched the news on saturday and on sunday they just reran the news on saturday so i i i suspect somebody messed with their feed so they couldn't put new stuff out on sunday so maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll get to watch the thing about President Reagan some other time on there, guys. 
Um, sure. But that's the only news I'm looking at these days is Newsmax because um, I don't really don't trust the other ones. No. Yeah. Um, and so, Sailor, should we talk about the NFB convention? Let's do it. Yeah. So, did you? Are you? You're going, right? Are you gonna stay in the hotel or? Uh, most likely, yeah, because I live about forty minutes away, so it'll be quite an expensive commute. So I'll probably just stay. Oh, that's great. Gino and I got our hotel rooms reserved, and I don't remember if we purchased. Well, actually, I don't think we can purchase our our convention stuff yet. I think we have not to yet. It opens in March. Oh, it is open in March. The yeah. Okay. Yeah, so the registration for the convention opens in March, ladies and gentlemen. And if you haven't been to an NFB national convention, or if you have, either way, I strongly encourage you to go up there and get registered. And if you can't go to it in person, I please tune into it virtually because I'm sure they're gonna have the virtual convention available again this year. And and you don't want to miss out any miss out on anything you could possibly get from the NFB because they have a lot of really good stuff. Um, for sure. Um, Becca, the only thing I don't like about them is they're like, um, I don't know if I should say this on the air, they're kind of liberal oriented in certain ways. I mean. Yeah, it's okay to say that on the air because, I mean, people know that. People who are in the NFB know that. I'm in the NFB and I know that. Um, but the thing is, We've always had liberals in our world, just like we've always had conservatives in our world, and we just all have to exist together. And so I'll, I'm a member of the NFB, and I mean, I, honestly, I don't even, I haven't taken part in one of our chapter meetings, monthly chapter meetings in a long time, because I'm always busy. Like, they do the chapter meetings, well, now they're doing them in person, but you can still join in virtually, but oh yeah, I'm always writing or researching or well, or coming to visit people like today, I came to visit Norm, right? And so I just haven't taken a lot of time to follow anything the NFB is doing for the last few years because I've been doing my own thing. So, yeah. Um, but I, I do love the NFB and I can't wait till the convention again this July. Hopefully, it's better than this last one. For sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and so. Our friend Leon, I think, is going to be there. He lives there in Texas. And you and Tamara are both going to be there, I'm sure. Huh? Yeah, we'll be there, yeah. Yeah, and then all our other friends from previous conventions. And, oh, my goodness, every time I go to a convention, anytime I travel anywhere, actually, I always meet new people and have great experiences. And these NFB conventions just give me a, another reason to travel. So I can't wait. Um, For sure. You know, before the quarantine ever started, before I ever opened my company back when I had so much time on my hands, I used to, like, I would travel to other states to go to their NFB conventions where I didn't even know anybody, where I'd never been, just to have great experiences. Because when you go, well, when you travel as a blind person, it's been my experience, like, well, when you're out there with your cane, you always learn new things about yourself and about your abilities, right? For and sure. I've always loved traveling for that reason, traveling anywhere, in any way, whether it's on a, a Greyhound bus or in a, a car or on an airplane or on a, on a, a 
train or whatever, right? But going to these NFT conventions, you get, I mean, you get so much more than just all the cool experiences of traveling to an unfamiliar environment. You get, well, you get to hang out with a bunch of really cool people. Exactly, yeah. Blind people are the coolest people in the world. I love blind people. And so, yeah, so that's what I started doing. I was still with my husband. Like, once my kids got a little bit older, um, I would, like, like, I went to the Missouri State Convention. I've been to the California State Convention. I've been to, I don't know, I don't want to sit here thinking about, I bet I've been to four or five state conventions in states I don't even live in, right? Vegas. Oh, yeah, Vegas. Well, that was, an, that was a national convention. I'm talking about, yeah, those national conventions are one thing, but but I also throughout the year would go to like like state conventions, like go to the state annual convention. Because if you if you like to travel, which I, I love to travel, and I'm pretty much semi-retired and I, I can afford it. So I I would just like if if I heard like if I had time on my hands, I'd go online and find out which state was having their NFB convention in the next few weeks and I'd make travel arrangements and I'd go and I always wound up meeting the most amazing people because even if you don't know anybody at the NFB convention I figured out how to meet people right exactly to the restaurant in the hotel open up my iPhone and when my iPhone would start talking I'd have two or three or sometimes four or five blind people show up at my table and then I'd make friends there right and then I yeah at the convention and meet other people as well so you know, as a blind person, even if you don't know anybody, it's easy to get to know people because, you know, even if you're not going to a blind function, like I've gone to places like just to go do things, go travel to see family members or go travel for business or for medical reasons or whatever, right? And and so I'm just traveling by myself, the only blind person, right? Not in a big group of blind people like we're always in at these conventions. But, but every time I travel, like, I always have so much fun and I meet the neatest people and have the coolest experiences. And, you know, it, it also gives me an opportunity to interact with the public, too. And it gives the public to interact with us if we're out there traveling around but not just for the And like I said, these state conventions are a really good excuse to travel to another state where you've never been and meet some really cool people and have some cool experiences and also spend some money there too and help out their local economy. Um, but that's just something I've been doing for years, you know, um, for, I, I discovered the NFB in 2014 and I was still with my husband for like another five or six years, I think. And so, yeah, I was traveling and going to these conventions and it's a lot of fun, you guys. Um, so, Am I the only one though who thinks conventions are a lot of fun? Did we lose Sailor? I'm still here. Okay. Hello, okay. yes. What? Orlando was pretty good. Yeah. So yeah, there in, was one. Oh, yeah. In Metamorphosis, I tell this first part of Gretchen Stone's story and in Metamorphosis, she goes to her first NFB convention and she has all kinds of great adventures there, you guys. And I really hope you guys will check out Metamorphosis and read that story. And then in the, in, in the sequel to Metamorphosis, the book I just published, The Busy Steering, I tell the second part of Gretchen Stone's story 
And in this book, I tell the story of her experiences going to her first NFB blind immersion training center. And so there's a lot of really funny and great stuff in that story as well. And then, of course, I tell Beth Green's story, the first part of her story, Metamorphosis, and the second part, So Busy Steering. And who else? Penny Plummer. I told the first part of her story, Metamorphosis, second part, and Still Busy Steering. And these, these characters are really great characters, and there's a lot of good stuff you guys can learn from them. So I hope you guys will check out these books. So they're based on you not based on people that I meet. They're based on experiences that I've had and that people that I've met have had. And like, for example, in Gretchen's story, I describe what it's like getting through an airport as a blind person and getting out to where you get in your lift or cab or right oh, or something, right? Yeah. yeah, I describe how, how Gretchen Stone does that. How, like how she uses her non-visual skills to get through the airport. And, and I do that in all the stories. I try to focus on the characters, how they're using their skills as they're doing these various things in their daily lives. And and so in the first part, well, in this in this next book, in So Busy Steering, I tell about Beth Green's time as a mother. And in the first book, I told the first part of Beth Green's story. And that was mostly focused on her battle to escape from the guardianships. I really went through that, so I put that story in there. But I didn't get a chance to talk about anything about being a blind mother in Metamorphosis, and I really wanted to share some of my favorite things I remember about when my boys were little, right? And so in Still Busy Steering, where I tell the second part of Beth Green's story, I really get to focus on a lot of my favorite things about being a blind mother and the things that I learned to take care of my child independently, you know? and so I just really had so much fun reading or so much fun writing these stories. And I just really think people are going to love them. And the people who have read Metamorphosis have really enjoyed it. And so anyway, I just hope more people will read my books and tell others. I can't wait to leave them. Can't wait. Yeah. And then in So Busy Steering, I also talk about, like, I'm sure there's a story there called Oops, I Broke My Writing Pen. And it's six chapters of my best writing advice for other amateur authors. And, and, and I include advice in there for blind authors as well as sighted authors, right? Um, because like there's tools I've had to use as a blind author that sighted authors don't have to use. So in the book, I tell, I tell, tell my readers where to get the tools, you know, that they need to do the things they do as an author. So whether they're blind or sighted, you know, so. Um, but please check out So Busy Steering, guys. Um, yeah, I can't wait to read it. Yeah. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we end the show? Uh, not really. Norm, is there anything you want to talk about? Norm, are you awake? Yeah. Do you want to talk about anything before we end the show? Well, I won't be in Arizona much longer. Where are you going? Our viewers, where you're going? Going to Massachusetts. He's going to Massachusetts, ladies and gentlemen. Do you want to tell us why you're going there or what, what the situation is there? Closer to the family. My adult children all live back there. Yeah, so, Norm, do you mind if I repeat what you're saying? Because I'm just afraid our viewers might have trouble hearing you because we're not up and we're relying on that. Thing. So, Norm is going to Massachusetts and he has several adult children there. And so he'll be closer to family. And I think, is your sister out there too? 
Is one of your sisters out there? Yes, one of my sisters. Yeah, one of his sisters is out in Massachusetts. So Norm will be leaving us, but I'm sure he'll still stay in contact, you know, virtually and stuff. And for sure. He continues to stay a member of the NSB. I'm sure we'll see him at national conventions and stuff over time too. But um, Norm is moving on to his next stage in life because he's been recovering from a stroke here in Phoenix for quite a while. He had a stroke during the quarantine. So um, almost two years now. Yeah. yeah, he was a bass player before the stroke, and I I'm convinced that Norm can get it back if he wants. Oh so yeah. Working on that. Yeah. Um. Because the thing is, when you have a stroke, nothing works right, and, and everything's gone. So you have to, like, teach your brain over time to start doing things again. And yeah. and you, you, I'm sure you realize, Norm, how every day you're getting a little bit better in different ways. Yeah, yeah. more independent. Exactly, more independent and stuff. And eventually, one day, you might be able to pick up your bass guitar and play it again. And we'll have to see. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I will. Yeah, I have faith in you, Norm. I... I've seen you do some amazing stuff since I've known you. And ladies and gentlemen, Norm is not the only one with the ability to do amazing things. If you're watching this video, you have the ability to do amazing things as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, Gino and I have so many great projects we're working on, and I just can't, I don't feel at liberty to talk about any of them right now. But just please stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen, because in the coming months, we have a lot of fun projects we're going to be introducing. So, okay. Can I read uh, one of your friends' comments? Yeah, sure. Go ahead, Gina. This is Aaron Richmond. Oh, what did Aaron say? Hello, everybody. How are you doing today? And he asked Sailor. He would like to connect with Sailor uh, for an interview on his podcast. Oh, oh sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so... Maybe you got you, after the show. Maybe you yeah, Aaron... So it's been a while since I talked to Aaron. I'll have to send Aaron. I'll have to. Well, I don't have Aaron's phone. My podcast is Hope Without Sight, y'all. Yeah. About so, any person who's overcome challenges in life. So, Sailor, do you have an email address you'd like to give so yes. Aaron could email you directly? Go ahead. Yes. Sailor, S A Y L O R, at realvarietyradio.com. Aaron, please send me an email. And we can connect. Uh, I won't be available this week and into next week, but definitely in the next couple of weeks. Let's let's do a show together. And Aaron, if for some reason that doesn't go through, you can contact me because I know Aaron has my email address, and I think we're still connected on Messenger as well. Um, yeah, I could also send him your information if he didn't get that for some reason. So great. Um, so. Is there anything else you want to talk about, Sailor or Norm, before I end the show? No, I believe that would do it for me. Okay, well, once again, ladies and gentlemen, please do go up and check out my books. And you can also go to bluebutterflyenterprises.com and check out our Becca's World memorabilia. I think you can still get our coffee cups and our hats and our t-shirts and stuff up there. Um, please do make sure you are subscribed so you get our free subscription. And please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out, y'all. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining me today on Becca's World. Thanks. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel. All right.